to Pass the Popcorn, the movie review podcast. That's right, yet another movie review podcast on the internet. But here's what this podcast has that no one else does. Your hosts, Chris and Tim. Hello, and welcome to Pass the Popcorn. Pass the Popcorn. (laughs) Uh, Tim, you're coming up this weekend, aren't you? I am. I am. Hopefully, gonna, maybe we'll see. We'll see if we can actually see a movie together. I was going to say, are we? Are you going to bring that that friend or, or no? Huh? Are you going to bring bring the friend who says pass the popcorn? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> what? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. He'll he'll tag along. He'll just sort of. He, he has got other things to do. Well, this this weekend comes Nightcrawler. We, we could we could save that for whenever you you come up on. I mean, we can catch Nightcrawler again. I do want to see that. That movie looks awesome. I I don't know what else comes out, but. That, that nothing that and horns the Harry Potter guy, and that's already I saw that's already available online. You can yeah. I can I I was going through I have a I got a Roku and I was looking at Voodoo, uh, and I saw it's already there. I can rent it for three ninety nine, so I can watch it like as soon as I'm done here. We go bring it up and watch horns, which uh, I'll probably end up seeing it. It'll it'll play somewhere here in Nashville, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, if it's up there and we have time, we'll go see that. Well, this this episode is featuring one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine movies. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven eight, eight, nine, nine ten. No, that's too, no. too much. <laughs> Minus one. <laughs> but here's here's a little kicker here. Okay, nine movies. <laughs> I saw four, and you saw seven. <laughs> seven movies. Yes. So there's a lot of so, reviews here from just which, one which, I know, I know you're you're you guys are doing the math, and you're like, wait, seven and four. The the two of us since the last recording have only seen two of the same movies. <laughs> we have, and there's been a, there, there's been a lot of movies that have come out. Some uh, relative some relatively big ones that each of us saw. Some relatively medium sized ones that one of us saw, and the other one saw other medium sized ones, and then some little ones that have yes. been out for a little while that you probably saw. <laughs> so yeah, this one we aren't gonna. I don't think we're gonna be going in as depth because <laughs> here's the thing: is we don't mind talking to each other and spoiling the movies for you guys, but <laughs> we don't we don't want to spoil the movies for each other I as know. much. <laughs> so we're gonna be talking in vagueness on some of the movies. I think. Because some There's, of the movies, I, there, one of the movies that Chris saw, I do want to see, and I think one or two of the movies that I saw, he wants to see. Yes, there's one I really wanted to see. The other one, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe if I have time. All right, let's let's do the let's start with you, Tim. Yeah, the first. So movie it, you it, saw. In, we're and we're doing this backwards. Normally, we do our the movies that the both of us saw at the beginning. Right. So, but this time we're going to switch around since we each have. A billion movies to talk about before we talk about the movies that we saw. Uh, the, the, the same movies. The first movie I saw, and we're not going to play the trailers for these, are we? Because then this, I wasn't playing only the ones that we've seen. Okay, I was yeah. going to say this would be like nineteen days long. No, I wouldn't. Know. Uh, and then and, and I was putting this movie off because to me it looked like shit. That's probably why I haven't seen it. <laughs> Yeah, it just looked like shit. It was just one of those things where I had a day and I went to the movie and I and I went. There's a place I like to go have pizza. Like uh, on my days off of work, there's a place. It's in Mount, it's in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. Uh, there's a place I like to have pizza. It's called New York, New York, and it's the best New York style pizza you can find anywhere in the world, it, except New York, obviously. 
Right. So it reminds me of the Northeast, and I go there, and they've been closed forever. And I kept, I keep going over there hoping because they had a fire, and I keep going over there hoping they'll be open so I can get my lunch. I haven't eaten since, um, but <laughs> I go over there and they were closed. I'm like, so I walk over to the movie theater, which is right across the street, and I'm like, what am I going to see? And I forget what I, I forget what I wanted to see, but it what it it I got there later or what have you. And Dracula was playing Dracula Untold. Oh my god! So I was like. All right, it was number one last week for some reason. I'll I'll go see it. It Movie was not. Was, it was. It was not number one, was it? It was number one. Yeah, it was like worldwide number one. It like was. It was huge, and I think the only reason it was huge is because nothing else came out. I don't even remember what it played against. Hmm. But let me tell you something. It sucked. <laughs> no, it sucked. seriously. <sighs> I don't. I don't know who made Luke Evans a movie star. I mean, seriously. Like, was is anybody demanding that he be a movie star? What else has has he been in? Fast and Furious. He's in the Hobbit movies. Um, apparently, he's playing the Crow. Oh yeah, I was actually just saw that being remade, and I was like, I would never want to step into the shoes of that character after yeah. what happened. Well, uh, he was in the Three Musketeers, and that's where I think where I first noticed him that 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 horrible remake of the Three Musketeers that stars uh, is this a star? Uh, who well, I thought it starred Logan Lerman? Yeah, Logan Lerman, who was in Fury, which is one of the movies that we'll be talking about later on. But yeah, Luke Evans was in was in the this Three Musketeers. That was the first time I ever noticed him. Uh, he was in Robin Hood, a bunch of bunch of just shit movies that yeah. for the most part, none of us really... I mean, people like the Fast and Furious movies, apparently, but I right, I, right. I don't. Those are good, though. But this movie was just boring and dumb and... Oh, and, I, and I think I actually nodded off at one point. It was so slow. Um, it was just... It, it, there was just nothing in it that kept my attention. I was so bored. It looked awful. I, I, I did want to see it if I had nothing to do that that weekend, and there's nothing else out there, I probably saw other crap out there instead. I yeah. missed. It. I, I will not. It's my my wife's theater already lost it, so it's already gone. Yeah, it's 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 a movie that if if you haven't seen it, don't worry about it. it doesn't matter. The, although the one the one thing that I did like is you know in the you know in the um, the trailer you see the old vampire the guy in his. He dances up the blade on it with the with his with yeah, his fingernails. Yeah, isn't that the guy from Last Action Hero? Last, yeah, Charles Dance. The one, yeah. what is what is his name? One Eye McGee or something uh, like. That? I think it's Benedict. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Evil Eye Benedict. I think I think it's <laughs> <you say> McGee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's Evil Eye Benedict. So I haven't seen Evil Eye Benedict in a movie since since since. Then I think I well, I think he's really really a uh, big character on Game of Thrones. I've been watching that read recently, and he's on that. But yeah, every time I see him, <laughs> I think of the same thing. <laughs> if I bad dick, I think of that same character. What I McGee. And he was he was <laughs> he was actually when I used to collect everything out there of everything out there. I he was the hardest action figure to get of of last action hero line. <laughs> he, had, he had an awesome figure because he had the he different did. eyes you could put in. Yeah, he did. I watched. I think we talked about it on the show. I watched Last Action Hero not that long ago. And oh yeah, 
That was awesome. That's a good movie. I actually, uh, I actually had Luke uh, the other the other week or something. Um, I watched an eleven minute thing on YouTube of Arnold's all the best Arnold one liners, just all in a big uh, mix, and it was great. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Dracula. Uh, it's probably when we do our year end. This it could. It could make the list of my top five least favorite movies of the year. It, it has it, to. It has yeah, to. it's it's pretty. It was pretty bad. It looks awful. Um, but then I saw a movie that I really liked, um, a documentary, and, and this is a this is a documentary that I don't think too many people are going to see. Um, I just saw it because it just I, I I'm a, I like I like sports documentaries. I like baseball movies, and this is a baseball movie. It's called No No, a documentary. And it's about uh, this baseball player. He pitched for the the Pittsburgh Pirates back in the early 70s. And he pitched for a bunch of other teams. I think he pitched for New York, uh, um, the Yankees, and a few other teams. But the guy's name is Doc Ellis. And the story about Doc Ellis is he, it's said, and he says it in in the movie, but there are some people who do to debate it and say, may no, he didn't do this. And other people saying, well, maybe he did, but it's been said that he pitched, he pitched one no hitter in his career. And he was, he was a, he was an all-star pitcher um, for the, in the first late sixties, early seventies. He pitched a no hitter for his one and only no hitter for the Pittsburgh pirates in 1970 or 71. And he claims that he was high on LSD when he pitched the no hitter. So that's his, his story. And he was a guy that was big. Uh, he was a, he was a, basically a drug addict and alcoholic throughout his entire baseball career, all through the seventies up until the early eighties. Um, it was just, it was, to me, it was just fascinating. The guy, the guy is just a, a, a character and baseball players back in the seventies. You, you know, it's, uh, you're not, you know, I know you're not a baseball fan, but, um, yeah, <laughs> but like you, like I, I, I'm, I'm always fascinated more. I'm fascinated more with the players and the stories than actually the game itself. I mean, I enjoy going to baseball games. I don't watch baseball games much on TV. I don't read about it in the paper as much about modern stuff. But I enjoy the history of it. And it sort of seemed like in the early early days of baseball, we had all these great characters. You know, they were they were out there fighting, drinking. They they spoke their mind. They did all sorts of crazy stuff like Ty Cobb, and there were some great ones, and then there were some ones that were just weird, and then there were some that were just real stand up guys. And then it sort of seemed like in the in the fifties and sixties, it's I think that that the the owners started to like pick and choose their players, and they 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 everybody was a vanilla. You know, you were all just Mickey Mantle, and you just sort of stood there, smiled for the cameras, and left at the end of the night. In the '70s, things got different, and and it, it, it you, you had these players that were starting to speak up and do weird things and funny stuff, and some of them were, you know, you liked them, some you hate them. And Doc Ellis is one of those guys. Like he would go out on the field wearing ladies' hair curlers in his under his hat because he liked to have his he well, he liked to have his hair nice and and curly the way he wanted it and, and he would play, he would wear these things during games and he would always talk about racism and things in the league and he would he would he would talk about the stuff no one ever talked about so he was a real character during that time um so yeah this I and I just sat there and I watched the movie the whole, the whole movie I had a smile on my face it was such a great movie he passed away a few years ago he after he left he he went into uh helping you know, uh, people like alcoholics and addicts and pr- people in prison and sort of stuff. So he he ended his life uh, after his post baseball career as a 
as someone who went out there and helped people and was a character in a different way. So really great documentary. I saw that you can get this on demand as I was going through some of my some of my on demand uh, things on my on my Roku. I got a new Roku, which I love, by the way. Um, and I'm sure it's going to be shown on HBO and ESPN and that sort of stuff. So if you see it in the in your listings, check it out if you like baseball. And you saw something, didn't you? Yes, I, I did. Uh, yes, I I I saw. <laughs> yeah, I, I can tell. I can tell you were zoning out while I was talking. <laughs> You're like, uh, when is he going to show I up? Know. I know. I cut people. my my left wrist and I was like, come on, yeah. Tim, let's go. Who's who's gonna who's gonna end first? His talk about this documentary or my life? <laughs> I saw a movie. I like horror movies, and I miss horror movies. I'm going to say that now because I miss Freddy, Jason, Michael. I miss the serial killers coming at you with an axe, a sword, whatever it is, just to kill you. I'm tired of these ghost movies, like the Paranormals or the Insidious or the Annabellas. This crappy crap where there's a spirit in the room. Crappy crap, crap, crap. Yes. So me, my son, and my daughter, and my daughter's friend came along, and we saw. <laughs> I'm going to say what Luke says, Luigi. But we actually saw Ouija. <laughs> <laughs> Ouija. Yes, we saw that because you know it's something to do. I wanted to check it out, and we thought it's going to be. Cr- I thought it was going to be pure shit. PG-13. Yes. That's never that's that's never a good sign when it comes to a, 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 to, to a horror, movie. horror movie. Correct. Because, you know, it's going to be kind of stupid and lame. However, this movie was not that bad, which really isn't saying much. Because the rest of the ones, Insidious, Annabelle, all those other things out there, the the haunting, whatever, all that crap. This is better than those because there was scenes where I really did jump a few times. Where the camera really, really was like playing against you. You were looking at like one direction and then... Bam! Over here, something happened, and it really caught you off guard, mm-hmm. which was which was which made it good, which made it really like like cool to watch. Now we saw it at one thirty <coughs> on a Sunday. There was a bunch of kids in the back behind us, like scared over everything. Like coming soon, they were scared over that. You know what I mean? They were so petrified of every little deed. They were screaming. Was it, and was it like? Five girls and six boys, and yes, you know, it was. the girls. Those are getting really scared for the boys, and, and the boys are like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna get hand jobs." Uh, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't hear that part. And then, but, and then your daughter's like, "I'm gonna go sit with them," uh, and you're like, "No, <laughs> we actually <laughs> never." Um, I lost my track of train of thought. And now. Then Luke's like, "I'm gonna go sit with them too." <laughs> I was All like, right, go, "You can go back there, just sit next to the girls." Go get them, son. Um, <laughs> It was it was not that bad. We enjoyed it. It wasn't the most stupidest one because we saw a lot of them. The the Harry Potter, the Woman in Black, is it called? And Mama. All these movies are just so lame and stupid. Mama, Mama, and I kind of I kind of like the Woman in Black. It was that that was a movie that was sort of it was paced slow, but it, I I, I like the one in Black. I enjoyed that one. Well, what's weird is that I. I don't know if I owned one, but I remember playing Ouija as a kid with some Luigi. friends. Yay, yeah. hey, it's me, Mario. No, it's he's Luigi. He's my favorite one on the cart. <laughs> yeah. And I remember doing this. I remember fucking around, you know, and, and pretending, you know, you, you, you push it to the yes and the no yeah. and everything. You know, and everybody has a story with their Ouija board. But it was good. I enjoyed it. It creeped me out off and on. 
some scenes and what was behind it was pretty cool and it was it wasn't that bad and I, I'm glad I saw it and, and the kids had had a better time than I thought because we always like that sucked that was awful but this one we liked so I, I didn't I didn't buy the game when I came home or anything but you know I, I did <laughs> you're playing it with the kids and you're like did you get a hand job Luke and, and I, I yes asked, yes wait how that happened. Oh my Nine God. years old, ten years old, ten years old. Yeah. <laughs> Although he has been lately discovering his pud, I will put that out there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he's like, on, he's on the, he's on the Ouija, like pull. It. I, <laughs> I will put that out there. Anyway, what do you see, Tim? What's the next one you saw? Uh, another horror movie, Skeleton Twins. Yeah, boo, <laughs> boo, yeah, boogie boo. Uh, no, yeah, Skeleton Twins I saw, which which I guarantee you you're going to see it getting a lot of awards this later this year. Uh, not maybe not maybe not Academy Awards, but like the small like the Independent Spirit Awards and things of that sort. It's with uh, it's the one that had Bill Hader and Kristen Wiig. This is the one that I wanted to see out of all your movies. This is one that I've been dying to see because I love them both and it looks simply amazing. Yeah, it's it's really good. Uh, I, I don't want to give give it away for you. Uh, like I had people saying, "Oh man, it's a, it's it's a real bummer movie. It's really sad." And I went and saw it. And yeah, there are parts where you you tear up, and there's parts where you feel horrible, and you're like, "Ah, geez, Louise, what's what are you doing?" Right. Um. But but it's it's I I really I I came out of it. I, I really enjoyed it. I don't think it's I don't think it's the greatest movie ever made. I don't think. Um. You know, it's a movie that I, I'll probably see it again if it shows up on Netflix or something because it, the performances are really good, and that's really what it is. It's 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 a movie where you know, gay brother comes back to live with uh, you know his sister, and they've been estranged for years, and you find out this happened and this happened, and they sort of sort of unravel parts of their lives, uh, and you know, and as a result of him coming home. Other things happen and shit hits the fan and credits. <laughs> I, no, know, it, it's, I love Bill Hader though. I love Bill Hader. He can make me he's laugh. He's great. He's great. Yeah. We we almost had him on Star Wars in character. He he would have been one of our guests. I I remember, yeah, I remember getting in touch with his agent, who happens to be Bob Odenkirk's wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, the actor Bob Odenkirk. I remember like having emails going back and forth. And I thought it was going to happen, and then it didn't. But yeah, I mean. It, like if like we talked about like this is where I leave you, how that had such a great cast and everybody was perfect. Kristen Wiig, Bill Hader, Boyd Holbrook, who who was in Gone Girl, he played the the tweaker boyfriend of the girl that robbed. Um, for if you haven't seen the movie, plug your ears. <laughs> but yeah, he the 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 the, the dirtbag boyfriend of the of the tweaker girl. Yeah, the yeah. next door girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ty Burrell, who I think is awesome. I yeah. love Ty Burrell. We met him once. For real? We met Ty Burrell. Yeah. Remember uh, when Dawn of the Dead, uh, the, the remake came out, and we met the entire cast? Is that with... Uh, yeah! At um, Chiller Theater, was it? Chiller Theater, yeah. He was there, and I, and I asked him, I said, are you a zombie? And he's like, he's like, no, I kill those. I, I, think, he's, I think he told me he's not kill those motherfuckers. Oh my Something god! Like that. Yeah. yeah, 
Wow, that that was a long time ago. Do you do you, when we we had those we had those those autographed? I still have mine somewhere. Yes, because you know who directed that and who was also in that line, I believe. The guy who's directed Superman and and Batman versus Batman versus uh, Superman. Um, what whatever his name is, Zack Snyder. No, Zack Snyder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He you, you have Zack Snyder's autograph. I was thinking about this after I saw this. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I will have to go downstairs and check. Yeah, and tear it up. You made the worst <laughs> Superman movie ever. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, uh, yes, yeah, uh, Ty Burrell is really great cast. Um, and it's sad. It's sad and it's funny at the same time. Like when they sing, when you see it in the trailer, when you when they sing the this um, uh, Starship song. Them say we're crazy. So yeah, I love that song. It's uh, it's worth seeing. I I I recommend it, and uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's all I gotta say about that. And then you saw another one. Uh, yeah, I saw Book of Life, the the uh, animated movie. Um, which I went into it thinking it was just gonna be stupid. It looks it. It looked it. Yeah, and it's not. It's actually really funny. Um, I really liked it. I, it, it's, it's, I forget it's directed by a guy named Jorge Gutierrez. I don't know what else he has done, but what else has he done? Uh, he's done stuff for like mad television. And I, I think this is his first actual movie. Like he does a yeah, TV things, Mucha Lucha stuff like that, but really a really interesting movie. It's, it's a really interesting look to it. Uh, funnier than I thought it was going to be. Everybody was good. Like Channing Tatum was funny in this movie. Channing Tatum is great. Ice Cube was great. Just a really good cast. And it's mainly, um, it's mainly Latin American actors, either Mexican or, or Spanish or what have you, or, or Central America. So, you know, with, with our population, getting getting a larger you know a latino population now there's finally movies out there for little kids that they can go and have fun and learn uh you know if they're if they're hail from mexico learn a little bit about their culture in a movie like this and I, I it was funny and there's a lot of music in it um like they'll do versions of like radiohead's creep and they did a version of mumford and sons i will wait for you and elvis can't help following with the uh, can't help falling in love and all, all, all sorts of neat stuff. And uh, the ecstasy of gold, which was from once upon a time in the West. I want to say they did all sorts of neat, neat stuff in the movie. And it's really cool. I, I hope you see it. I don't want to give away too much of the movie, but everybody in it is really awesome. Like, yeah, Ron Perlman killer. Yeah. Well, I, isn't he best friends um, with the guy Del Toro? Yeah. He's been in, I remember the first, uh, uh, Guillaume del Toro movie was it was Chronos back when I was in high school so that's going back a long time and I remember going to see that in the theater and I had no idea what the hell I was watching and I haven't seen it since I would like to rewatch it and see if I understand what was going on in that movie but yeah and that movie was like half Spanish half English like I remember in that movie Ron Perlman was speaking English everyone else was speaking Spanish and I was like what the hell is going on yeah see yeah see so yeah, those are two other movies I saw. All right, well I saw a movie um, 
because my daughter and wife read the book and they read all of his, they read all of his books. Nicholas Sparks, best of me, and I am a sap. I love romantic <laughs> movies. Now I don't want to. Are you going to see this, Tim? Yeah, right. You, you might. Uh, at this point, you, you, it's unlikely, but you never know. All right, I'm not going to. There's a. I was loving the whole movie. I love James Mars. Um, Marston's on. Is that his name? Marston. He lives. He lives here. He lives here in Nashville, as does his brother. I love. I love Cyclops. I love her. Um, trying to get, get her name up here. Uh, Monahan. Yes, Michelle Monahan. She is. I, I. I really like her. I think she is really good. She is. I love her too. I love her and everything she's in. I love the the young versions of themselves in the movie. I'm loving this movie. It's about. Two lovers in, in in high school, they're madly in love. Of course, the 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 guy's family is just trash, but he's not trash. But the girlfriend's father thinks they're all trash. Tries to pay him off. Blah blah blah. Stuff happens. There's there's an accident. There, there's a shooting. This guy goes to jail for like whatever 10, 20 years. Half his life's gone. So she has to move on. Blah blah blah. Something happens that there's a twist in the movie. I'm not going to ruin it, Tim. It's a twist. <clears throat> I was loving the movie. I'm loving the romance. I'm loving all the loving and the kissing and the following. <laughs> loving all that stuff. And my wife and my daughter both knew what was coming. So they were probably already fine with it because they read the book and everything. When this moment happened in the movie, I fucking was so angry. I got so furious and fucking angry so much. I hated the ending. Let me ask, th- yes. is Major Dad a major dick in this movie? He is not. Oh, so you like Major Dad? I, okay. I do. He's a major. He's he's the reason why they come back together again. I'm not going to uh. give anything away. At the ending, though, shit happens at the ending. It's Nicholas Sparks does this a lot. He makes you fall over the characters, and all of a sudden, he just fucking will grab your heart, shit, and wipe your ass with, with your heart. And throw it away. It's and stab it with a fucking fork. It's awful. Because asshole, Richard. Guys, Richard dick. Sparks. What's his name? Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> Nicholas Sparks. The guy's a dick. The movie. I hated the movie because I hated the ending. All right. Uh, That's what I'm gonna say. I, I just I I loved it till the thing ended at the end. I'm like no, and I saw it coming. Dude, there's there's a scene where you're like. This is going to happen. That's going to happen. This is going to happen. And that's how it happens. And I fucking hate it. <laughs> and this happens. And that's how that happens. And I hate uh, it. It took I my heart. I, it, 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 it chewed it up, spat it out. And now I'm torn from this movie. Now it's got it's got some rich author's shit wiped all over your heart. And he yes. shoved it back into your chest and says, go on living. Now I got shit pumped through my blood. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's that's your heartbeat now. <laughs> I just, I just, I, I hate, I hate, I want a nice ending. I want something, I want something to, to happen nicely. Not what happened in this one. I'll tell you that. This <laughs> right. is not now, best, best for me. I'll tell you that. Let me look up Nicholas Sparks here. Let me see how many of his shit movies I've seen. Oh, I've, I've seen a thing all of them. Let's see. I've seen the Notebook. Okay. Oh I've yeah. Seen the Notebook. That might be it. That might be it. No, uh, you must have seen other stuff. What's Message in a Bottle? Which one's that one? Kevin Costner. No, I that. didn't see that one. I didn't see that one. I, I saw that one. No, no. Walk through, I didn't see Walk Through Remember. I didn't see Nights in Rodan. I saw that one too. Uh, 
See though the 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 ones with the older actors, I think I would probably like a little better. It's when he does the ones with the Safe I, Haven. Didn't see yeah, that. I saw. Ch- I saw Safe Haven. I saw a lucky one. I saw the last song with Miley. I saw Dear John. I did not see Knights in Rodane. I don't think I saw that. No, but what remember? Mention the bottle. Yes, mention the bottle, Kevin. I love that one. You know why, Kevin Costner? <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I've only seen the Notebook and the Notebook. Tim, do me a favor. Do me yeah. a favor. Are you on IMDb? I am. Are you on all of his his movies? All I'm ten? looking at. I'm looking at his his movies. Yeah. All right. Look at the look at the best of me. Safe Haven, the lucky one, Knights and Rodancy, whatever, the Notebook, and maybe Walk to Remember. They're all the same fucking pose. <laughs> yeah, they're. It's it's a guy it's and a girl people, and holding the head. Yeah, uh, forehead to forehead. Yeah, look at those posters all in a row. Yeah, fucking shit. Nice. Look, it's the same thing. There's hands on the head and they're about to kiss. And five of his posters. Son of a bitch. Fuck this fuck. <laughs> although, although if if I'm if I'm right, I'm looking at this now. Is this the one? Yes, it is. Oh my god, I can't wait. Um, upcoming project, the choice. Did, do you see it? I'm seeing it. Who is the lead male star? Oh, That's Tom right. Wilkinson. I love that guy. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Tom Welling. You mean Tom, Tom Welling, Welling yeah. man? Yes. Come on. I yeah. did hear about that. Oh, and too. Teresa Palmer. I do like Teresa Palmer. I like her. She's oh, she's, my she's she's the she's the girl in Warm Bodies. Oh yeah 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 the blonde girl. Yeah, she's cute. Uh, I just wish you would make a movie like guys want to see. Like Nicholas, like just write a book. Nicholas Sparks, fuck tape yeah. for guys. Finally, exactly. You know? And then they make the movie like you saw him in Magic Mike. <laughs> now see Channing Tatum, fuck some chick on an iPhone. And the whole thing is shot on an iPhone. <laughs> I, I think I can find that now if I search you know long yeah. enough. Fuck tape too. Uh, Electric Boogaloo. Electric. <laughs> Electric. This time it's not ironic. <laughs> All right, that's, well, that's what we need. That's what we that? need. None of this. None of this. None of this shit about people going to Paris and falling in love, and when they're in their fifties, or some girl running away from some horrible thing that happened to her at home, starring Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus is starring Fuck Tape, I think. I would. I would see <laughs> if someone was filmed a Fuck Tape on their iPhone, and then during the actual fuck it, it dropped in like the in the puddles of spew. I would watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely watch that. Fuck Tape Three. Ooh, spew. Yeah, fuck tape three. It's on her back. <laughs> Face, neck, and chest. With, fuck yeah, tape four. Yeah. I mean, this, this could, it could be like James Bond. Like each, each one. Who's who's going to be the fuck tape girl? <laughs> <laughs> fuck tape girl. Where are right, let's, let's talk about one. <laughs> I think we're talking about movies we want to see. Fuck yeah. tape. Fuck one tape. through seven. And then. The, the best part, fuck tape, coming soon. <laughs> fuck tape, next generation. Oh my god! All right. Uh, what did I say? Um, oh, and one last movie that I saw. Yes. And um, it's a documentary that just came out. It was about. Uh, I saw two documentaries. Hey, what do you know? Um, that's, that's two more than I will ever see in my life. Oh, documentaries are great. I love going to documentary. And I saw this movie, All Be Me. It's called. It was. It's about Glenn Campbell on his, doing his last tour. Glenn Campbell. Um, has Alzheimer's, so he went on tour and with all with the Alzheimer's, and they basically show like 
him going through this this journey in Alzheimer's while also going on tour for like the last like year and a half uh, before they they he, he left the public eye. Um, and I and I was actually fortunate fortunate enough to see Glenn Campbell on that tour. I saw him at the at the Roman Auditorium here in Nashville. This was back in January of last year, January 2013. I saw him and he came out and I, I talked with some people. I know some people who are professional musicians who were there and they, and we were talking about that, that show and they were saying good things. And they were also saying they could tell that they, there were certain things weren't quite right. And I noticed things while I was watching the show and there are some scenes in the movie where they shot it at the Ryman, but I don't think cause they did two shows. I don't remember seeing anybody with cameras there, so I think they shot the the stuff the the Nashville shows. I think they shot at the first show and not the second show, the one that I went to. Um, but it's really sad. I mean, because Glenn Campbell is, you know, are, are you are you a Glenn Campbell fan at all? No, <laughs> not, not at all. No, yeah. no. I mean, I, I love Glenn Campbell. He's he's a he's an icon. I mean, he's one of the most one of the most talented guys in, in American music. If you really pay attention to it. I know people are like, oh, it's country music. And all this stuff. I know there are people like that. Metal is awesome. Country <laughs> music sucks. And, and, you know, and, and I used to think that way. But he's, I mean, the guy's a phenomenal guitar player. Uh, you know, he played on all the Beach Boy records and he was basically an honor. He was, before, uh, before, uh, uh, what's his name from, um, oh my God. I, um, I'm, I think I'm getting Alzheimer's. <laughs> Before John Stamos was a was a Beach Boy, <laughs> Glenn Campbell was the was John Stamos a, took John Stamos a spot in the Beach Boys. But no, just just a really great movie, and he was the original LaBeef and the John Wayne True Grit. Um, but it was just so sad to see this guy just falling apart over the course of a, of ninety minutes. And um, so, but yeah, but it was a really good movie. If you guys, if 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 you're a fan of Glenn Campbell or if you know someone that has Alzheimer's or what have you, I remember my grandmother passed away with Alzheimer's, but she went pretty quickly. So she didn't like, she didn't have to spend too much time in this weird cloudy haze. Like he's currently in. Um, so yeah, but it's a, it's a really interesting movie. Uh, a lot of, a lot of good music, a lot of things that'll make you laugh because he's funny. And a lot of things that'll make you tear up and cry. You would, if you saw it, you would, be tearing up left and right at stuff that's happened in the movie. I would, like, oh. I, I would watch it and fight crying just to say, "See, the movie's awful." <laughs> <laughs> you would be fighting crime while watching, like, "Stop, but evil do." Oh wait, 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 hold on, hold on. He can't find his shoes. Oh, oh, oh wait, stop. Okay, wait, hold on. Okay, I got you. Evil doer. <laughs> evil doer. Did you ever see that movie Fuck Tape? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the Glenn Campbell movie. It's. You probably won't see it in a theater, and I, I, I would think of all of our listeners, I'm the only one that that'll end up seeing it. So, I'm just talking to myself in the future, Tim. It was a great movie, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's well, that's finally talk about movies that we both. Here we are, we're uh, 45 minutes into our <laughs> into our recording. We're finally talking. Yes, that's we're going to talk about a movie that I was so excited that it was playing like an hour away. I said, I got to go see this, not knowing that it actually came out the week after and it was playing at my wife's theater 20 minutes away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's called St. Vincent with the brilliant, wonderful actor, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. And here is a trailer brought to you by nothing. Bill Murray. We just moved in. 
pay for my tree. I'm not sure how to pay for the branch. Everything has a price. You're an adult. You should know that. A lady of the night. Do you know what that means? She works that night. This should be familiar. Cactus. No prick. Big prick. You have to be rude to me. I'm sorry. Wow. Was that a TV ad? I it don't know. Short. It was short. It, it was shorter than, than the actual trailer in the theaters. When I first, first saw the, this trailer, I was like, oh, this looks really, really good. Not knowing that it was not like a like a, a full out comedy because you think Bill Murray and McCarthy is going to be like a like a not, like a 100% comedy movie. Yeah. And it is just so moving, heart-wrenching. And Bill Murray, I hate... I love my wife, but I hate her for, for this reason. She hates Bill Murray. <laughs> uh. She hates everything that he's in, except maybe I think Caddyshack and, and, and maybe no, 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 no. Stripe or something. Yeah. She doesn't listen to Bill Murray. Bill Murray has so much talent. Like What comedian out there, Tim, right? Like, seriously, has had this long of a career with every great movie. Like, Eddie Murphy is great as a comedian, but he hasn't done anything like this. No. You know what I mean? Um. Steve Martin may, might do something like this. Yeah, but Steve Martin, I, I the thing with Steve Martin is is I think he I don't think he's I don't think he's a, a naturally a funny person. I think he's I think he's got to stick up his ass. Where I think Bill Murray is able to let is able to let himself go, uh, and I think he's 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 genuinely a funny person, genuinely an, a unique individual. Uh, that's not to say that I don't think Steve Martin is talented. I do think Steve Martin's talented, but I think that Bill Murray is much more consistent in doing unique work. He has been so popular lately in the past couple of months, or even a year or so, of just showing up at random people's houses, parties, weddings, picnics. Just showing up. Bill Murray just walks in, hello, and there's Bill Murray yeah. having dinner with you. <laughs> well, there's and there's that there's that thing like there's that thing that supposedly he does where you know, someone will be sitting at a table eating food. Like, let's say they're they're eating uh, a piece of cake or something, and he's, it's been said that he'll walk up to the table and he'll like lean in and goes, "No one is going to believe you when you try to tell them this." And he'll like take like a big hunk of the cake with his hand and start eating it and walking away. Do you know what? You're, I heard that, and here's he was on Letterman. I got to the story. He was on Letterman, I think, last week for for this movie. We where he he does it. He, he's talking. He's talking to freaking David. Talking, talking, talking. All of a sudden, he just stops. And he goes, you know what, Dave? The um, New York Marathon is is coming up soon, so I got to start training. He gets up. He just runs out outside New York. It's, it's fucking raining. <laughs> and there's and the camera crew can only follow him, I guess, so far because of their, I don't know, they're out of range or something. I don't know. Yeah. They, like, they're, they, <laughs> they're following him running. He's running down this freaking street. Or just past people. Bill Murray's running past you. He runs to this to the street and he sees this this couple <laughs> to, to the right on the sidewalk. He darts over and literally runs right past him and grabs their bottle of water right out of her hand. 
<laughs> she's like mid drinking it and he just comes over and snags it. He starts drinking it and he's still running and he throws it in the street still. <laughs> and, and then he, then he stops, he goes back and she had a soft pretzel. Grabs that out of her hand and runs away, eats a bite and throws the pretzel in the street. <laughs> and it's classic Bill Murray because he, you know, I bet you they they looked like they were pissed or scared or something, but seeing him do this is just so it's what makes Bill Murray an awesome man, actor, and everything around. Yeah, he's he's someone that you can never um, you can't predict what he's going to do next. No, which, which is what I, which is what I love him. And this is we were talking about this and we were trying to figure out. I remember trying to figure out what we were what we were going to talk about. You keep saying well, the Ghostbusters. Yes. You keep saying that you're pissed because they're recasting Ghostbusters and they're doing a new Ghostbusters. With, with and I guess the new Ghostbusters are they're making it as if there had never been a Ghostbusters. Yes. And it's, it's going to be an all female female. cast. Correct. Correct. Would you have? Would you rather there not be any Ghostbusters at all at this point? Or do, or do you want this new Ghostbusters to happen? I wouldn't mind if if Bill Murray. There's, 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 there's only there's only there's only two choices. It's either this Ghostbusters here that 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 makes it so that there that there was never a Ghostbusters. No, sorry. Then and you and you and you, you, you don't you don't have any anything overcast casting, or just leave it at that. Leave it at those Ghostbusters, and there. We'll never be talk of anything ever Ghostbusters ever again. No video games, comic books, animated series, what have you. You can't well, I'll throw all that in there, you fucker. Um, see, I wouldn't mind if Bill Murray might have, like, if he's in it and he's going to train some new girls, Ghostbusters, okay, fine. But having no memory of, of Peter Venkman and, and Spengler and all those guys, no. Like, no, they're the Ghostbusters, not some chicks, not. Kristen Wiig or McCarthy or Amy Poehler or Tina Fey. No, 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 no. Don't do that. I I don't know. I I would rather see what they can do with the with with a new Ghostbusters than to just go because I know like like everybody's like oh you know this, it's not going to get made because Bill Murray doesn't want to do it. That would be the that would be the last thing I would expect Bill Murray to do. It's like he did one sequel I think in his life and that was Ghostbusters two and that movie wasn't. That great? No, it wasn't. It had its it had its moments, but it wasn't that great. Um, Just leave it alone. And, 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 to, all- and, and, to, and to see, like, if they if let's say they had made the one that they were going to make like five years ago with a you know fat uh, Harold Ramis, a fat Winston Zedmore. He's not that fat, actually. A fat. Uh, Ray Stance, he's yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's fat, but and just a lot of fat people. And I don't, I mean, I don't know where Andy Potts is. I'm sure Andy Potts still looks good, um, but no, I was like, but I, but I, I do, I, I would, I would rather see this new, this new iteration of Ghostbusters than to not have anything at all. Call it something else. Don't call it a Ghostbusters. Call it another movie. Make something up. Do something different. Why Phil are you trying Ghostbusters? Why are you trying to to piggyback just the title Ghostbusters? And make your own movie. Don't Holly, Hollywood, we we know this. Hollywood isn't creative. I know that's pissed me off anymore. Yes, yeah, absolutely right. No. So, <laughs> all right, we'll see. Let's go back here. Yeah, Vincent, Saint Vincent. What do you think, Tim? I, I really liked it. I I wish I had. I saw it after work, and I was pretty tired because I saw it late. 
And so I wasn't paying attention as, as well as I should have. I, I was laughing a lot, but I think if I had been a little more awake, I think I would have enjoyed it a little bit more. But I thought, I th- I thought he was great. I thought that uh, the little kid was awesome. Little kid, um, Jaden Liebenher, I heard this is his first acting movie ever. Yeah. And he was simply amazing. And him and Bill Murray were so great together. And the and the 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 bonding that they had and created and it was just so sweet and adorable. And then what happens to Bill Murray, which I did not see coming at all. I'll be honest, when he had that stroke, no idea. Yeah, that it, that's just all of a sudden was just like, Meh. yeah, that that was that was something that just came out of left field. Like, I mean, he was probably going to get killed anyway at that point with that particular scene that they were in. Right. Yes, you're absolutely right. But uh, this, this this kid though loved him so much, and he he did a school project about saints, and everyone else was doing it about you know the saints in the Bible. Not this kid. He said Saint Bill Murray or Saint Vincent. <laughs> yeah. And it was the most emotional scene. I'm sitting there. It was me, Luke, Caitlin, and her boyfriend went, and here I am, 41-year-old guy. <laughs> oh, I was crying my eyes out there on that scene. Yeah. And like when, when his when his night lady said, <laughs> Oh, my water broke, she she tricked him to take him to the school to show him this kid's project. And it didn't hit me. I'm thinking, if her water broke, why is she driving? <laughs> you know what I mean? But because I guess he was he he still was um rehabbing still from his um stroke. He, he I guess he couldn't drive all the way. Yeah. I just he, loved that, that that scene tore me up. I was crying like a fucking baby. It was it was really good. It's a it's a it is a really good movie. Again, like I said with Skeleton Twins, I think you're gonna see this. You could I mean this this could get some Academy Award nominations. Well, I think I was, it'll definitely get some Golden Globe stuff. I was thinking that like I'm hoping Bill Murray. It might be too soon. It's October. All the holiday crap is when everyone thinks about the Oscars. Like he deserves an Oscar nod for this because he was great, and I would kill to see or and hear a Bill Murray speech for winning Best Actor. <laughs> yeah, I would love he, to hear that. He, um, yeah, I mean, he, he's he's great in this movie. This is. This is definitely one of those movies that when people look back on his career years from now, this will be one of the ones that stands out. They'll they'll look at stripes, they'll look at they'll look at uh, meatballs and Caddyshack. And yeah, they'll look at those early ones, and then they'll go into the the into the stuff that he did later on the the the, the Royal Tannenbaums, uh, the 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 Steve Zissou. Things like that, but this is definitely one that's going to pop out. I think uh, this is one that will be in the top ten of his career because he's he's fantastic. He's awesome. He's such yeah. He's such a great actor. He can do anything, and and you're right. Like he he doesn't take himself too serious, and he can just do whatever he wants, whenever he wants, and and it's fucking good. It's fucking gold. Mm-hmm. You know. It, uh, did you hear on um, Hollywood Babylon? Did you hear? Uh, Kevin Smith talking about running into Bill Murray at the airport. I did. I did. <laughs> he was like, hey. <laughs> I did. He's where, but, and I wonder if Bill Murray even knew who he was, but Kevin Smith goes up to him and he, he was telling the story. It, listen to Hollywood Babylon. Uh, Great podcast. It was the October 17th one. I think it was the date of the, this podcast. And he went up and he said, he didn't know what to say. So he just went up and said, Hey, Mr. Murray. And he said, Bill Murray just sort of looked at him and goes, Hey, yeah, and then just continues walking. That was it. Yeah, 
That was, it was it. great. It was it's it's a great movie. I'm done. Popcorns five all the way around. Um, I don't think I can give it five, but I'll give it four and a half. That, that's just as good. Uh, but I, I and I'm definitely I'm hoping that I have an opportunity to see it again in the theaters uh, before it leaves because I, I really do want to see it again and give it it's the give it its due um, attention. I'm so happy it, I saw this because I, I usually yeah. miss these kind of movies here and there, but I, I wanted to really see this because I love Bill Murray and it looks so good and I'm glad I saw it. Great movie. Yeah. Alright, our final movie that Tim and I Tim saw, I think, opening weekend. I actually saw it a week later. Um, and I'm dying to see, I was dying to see it and I, I say I, we're seeing this movie. And we almost didn't go because it's so long and it's just trying to time it in. You know, I don't want to see a late one. I'll fall asleep. I, you know, so we, we tried to time it out right. Mm. And my wife's a huge fan of him, too. So Brad Pitt and Fury. Here's a trailer. First things first, this guy, Brad Pitt, every time he took off his helmet, his hair was fucking perfect. <laughs> Did you yeah. notice that? It, was, it never was out of whack. It never was like out of strand. His hair looked damn good. <laughs> damn good. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's got, he's got, a, he's got a, a main wrangler on set at every, every movie. It was... Now, yes, let me let me say this Go before ahead. we even start talking about this movie because we both know that this movie's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we do. David Ayer, the director. Yes. How can this guy? This is the same guy who directed 
one of my top worst movies of the year, Sabotage. How can this guy go from making Sabotage, which was just such a shit fest? It was like a, it was a dog shit sandwich to making this movie, which is a, which is a very I didn't even uh, think engaging that. film. Maybe it was Brad Pitt and Arnold. Like maybe Brad Pitt brought out the best of them. Arnold brought out the worst of them. Maybe I think I think it's a, it was a comedy because like if you look at the movies that he's done, you put Sabotage out there. The movie he did right before Sabotage, End of Watch. I did not killer. see that one. I did not see that killer killer movie. Sabotage, piece of shit. <laughs> Fury. It's it's like getting it's it's like it's almost like getting like going to the bakery and getting the finest finest piece of bread finest bread you could get and just cutting and slicing into two two slices and you go down and you're like oh what am i going to put between this bread and you get down to the get down to the deli and you pick up a piece of three-day-old bologna that you found under <laughs> the counter and put it in between these two delicious pieces <laughs> of bread that's sabotage sabotage is dog shit fury is the dog <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't even know what the hell that means did you see what his upcoming project is? Who uh, the director? Yeah, David Ayer? yeah. Oh. Go ahead. Oh, he's is he doing Suicide Squad? Yes, he is. That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I here's the thing about Suicide Squad. I'm looking forward to it. I think they're releasing it too early into the DC. Uh, too early into the DC rotation that it's not going to have the same effect that Guardians of the Galaxy has. So I have a feeling that movie's going to flop because See, people aren't going to know people aren't going to know anything about any of the characters. Such a side story side step here. I think we're getting bombarded too much, too fast, too many of superhero stuff all of a sudden. You know what I, I, mean? I I yeah yeah and I I think that DC I'm in great God love him. I love DC. I've I've always been more of a DC fan. Me too. In general, because I I, I like that universe. I, I think overall, I think Marvel has been doing a better job over the last say twenty. I'll say over the last fifteen years in terms of quality comics and movies. But I think uh, DC has always been like the gold standard. I think dc i don't know what the hell took them so long to get into the game yeah but i think that they are i mean they're jumping in like head first and scheduling like like eight movies in the next six years and it's sort of like that's they're not building the universe like marvel did marvel built the universe incrementally at first yeah introduce you all these characters in their own movies and then put them in there and the Avengers and then, and then the, the gates opened up where these guys are putting all their eggs in one basket, this, this Batman Superman movie. And they're expecting this movie, which I think will be very popular. Don't get me wrong. And I'm looking forward to it. And I think it's going to be great. I think they're putting all their eggs in this one basket. And if this movie does not work, that entire house is going to crumble. Yeah. It, it's too much to, too soon, too fast. Like, like I think Marvel, I don't know what, what they did out of the park. Iron Man, boom! After that, every movie's a hit. Marvel on TV. I, I watch the Shield. Eh, it's okay, not that good, but it, it's all right. But DC yeah. is kicking ass on TV. 
They're having yeah. all these, 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 the Flash, Arrow, there's a, a rumored show of Krypton coming on soon. Constantine just premiered Friday. Like, bam, 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 DC's kicking ass on TV. But in the movie world, it's like, uh, I don't know yet. Yeah. I mean, I hope I'm wrong and I'm, and you know me, I love comic book movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'll, uh, I'll go see all of them. It's just, they're, they're, they're taking a huge risk with, uh, with this next, with this next Batman Superman movie, where yeah, if it doesn't work, they're fucked. Uh, back to Fury, Tim. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're worried. I'm Fury. gonna, I'm gonna ask you to, to name five of your, of your of your favorite war movies, and I can know, I probably can guess three of them in there. Um, two, two guaranteed. Uh, same Pro Ryan. That's okay. definitely on there. Yep. There you go. Oh man, I wish you had asked me this before so I could have did some <laughs> research. Um, there's there's three that I know you're gonna say, and and you already said one of them. Shit. Uh, fuck. I, I, you got me. My my brain is not um, is not in that mode. Um. Uh, full male jacket. I only saw that once. I only okay. saw that once. Platoon. Again, only saw it once oh, years okay. ago. See, those are the ones that I, I think I grew up with a lot. Um, and I'm sorry, but I am definitely adding Fury now. M- top five, maybe top ten best war movies of all time? Absolutely. There's something about yeah. this movie to me that looked... I don't know if it was the, for the first time ever, the Star Wars lasers gun battles. That Maybe that's mm. how it really does look out there in the world. I never was in a war. I don't know. It looked so realistic, and the violence, and the tanks, and the heads getting blown off, the bodies getting blown in pieces. Sometimes, sometimes I see the, these war movies knowing that this shit happened in the past, and I and and right now still, and I yeah. still can't, I just can't picture this shit happening in real life. It's so. It's true. World War Two was just crazy. I mean, there, and that's and 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 there's so much that went on in that movie, or or in that in that movie in that war that you know there, that's why there's so many World War Two movies. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of some that that uh, like uh, there's oh, man. What was that? Defiance, Downfall is one. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of war movies. I'm thinking like. Gettysburg and um, it's just it's so I just can't I mean God God bless the men and women who fight for our country and do this every day they wake up yeah and they're and they're told go run in this place and do what you gotta do and it's like I it takes a, a strong person to to do that and I respect every one of them out there it's a, simply amazing and seeing this this movie just these people just dying left and right over over just their own beliefs here and there and it's just it's such a shame. What happened? And the effects in this movie to me were so realistic the, that that one part where their friend's face, not not the head, oh yeah, the, the like skin, the nose and eyes area of the face, the front layer of your of your head was stuck to like the dashboard. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I was like, I was like, holy! Sh-. And it, they showed it to you so real quick that you, yeah, you didn't even have a moment to like really like absorb it. it was like, what the fuck? Yes. Yeah. And it's so. And the and and one of the tanks. Friends, their head gets blown right off. Yeah. Gone, gone. Just like it's 
it was simply one of the like really great war movie to watch. Brad Pitt, I mean, say what you want, he's amazing. I mean, he's handsome as hell, and he's so cool. <laughs> he's so cool in this movie, and his co-stars, Shia LaBeouf, who yes sucks, who yes is crazy, and yes was a bag on his head here and there. He was not that bad in this movie. That's a, here's the thing: is is Shia LaBeouf? I've I've, I've I have been anti Shia LaBeouf for a long time, right? Uh, because of his his assholeness. But I, I will say this: the craziness that that like his performance art things that he's been doing, like running around buildings and wearing a bag on his head and sitting at a table and having people come in and start shouting at him. And, and yeah, yeah, and yeah. There's something about that that I respect. Uh, he's he. I still think he's an asshole. I still think he's full of himself. And I think that I think that something I, th- I think something more has got to happen to to get him to, to straighten up. But there's something about that performance art stuff that a lot of people think is nuts and a lot of people think is stupid that I actually really I really like. You know, it's uh, weird. Like, isn't there isn't there a saying of some like like the most cra- I don't know what it is, the most craziest people out there are the most sparnest. You know how someone's like so out there and so gone, but they're so brilliant. Sometimes, uh, and I, and and I do. I think I think he's he's a he's a ridiculously great actor. Um, but I think that he's one of those people that uh, that it's kind of like oh, let's 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 put it in 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 Ben Affleck terms, where <laughs> yeah. we love Affleck. We we know he's a good actor, but sometimes our personal opinions of their personal life get in the way. Right. And I think that's what happened with him for many years. Like after Geely, the guy couldn't, the guy couldn't get arrested making a movie. Like nobody would go see his movies. Cause they're like, Oh, he's stupid. Yeah. And I, and, and I, I still hear that. I still hear people say that. Oh, he's stupid. And it's, it's happening with, with Tom Cruise still. It's like, Oh, he's stupid. And they can't, they, they can't get past the personal things to go and see him in a movie where he's not playing Tom Cruise or he's not playing Ben Affleck. Um, and I think that's what happens with with Shia LaBeouf. If if I see Shia LaBeouf as the primary star of a movie, I would have a hard time going to see it. I would be like, "Fuck that guy! Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to pay my money to see that movie. Fuck him and fuck him. Fuck him in a stupid asshole." Literally, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking here at like war movies and things, and I'm looking at all these ones that I loved, like. You know, as I said, Gettysburg and Glory and oh, yeah, yeah. Flags of Our Fathers and yeah, you know, I am the Messenger, Hurt Locker, just all sorts of Three Kings. It's, I mean, there's so many great ones. It really is, and it makes. I mean, God bless, God bless everyone who does that for us. I, I, I've, I, 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 I can't picture living that. You know what I mean? I can't picture seeing your friend's face stuck to the dashboard. Yeah, you know what and, I mean. World War Two was a was a different World War Two and Vietnam were, were different conflicts than we see today. I mean, in terms of casualty num- casualty numbers, I mean, we lost I think two million U.S. soldiers in uh, in World War Two, and because it was basically it was like shelling, you know, you missile or not missiles, but huge bombs and and things being shot and exploding around you. I think, and not to take anything away from what's going on, you know, now with the situations where. You know, it's basically uh, it's it's sm- not not on a scale of that. It's it's small. Um, I, I don't know the terms I'm, uh, like batch warfare, where it's like a very small platoon or whatever going into an area, like kind of like what they did in um, 
Vietnam, where it was just like small crews of like 10, 15 people going in and doing stuff and right. you know, guerrilla warfare where it's in and out, uh, like you saw in um, uh, uh, Lone Survivor, things like that. Yeah, right. But yeah, the World War II is so huge in scale that it's, it's, it's hard to even imagine. Well, what's what's great is like Pitt has his has his his, his gang of people with him. Um, Shane from The Walking Dead. Uh, John, he is awesome in he that. He is just yeah, he is great. Jay Burnfall, uh, yeah, because you, you immediately hate the guy. That's the thing. He can play such a filthy prick, and he's so good at it. <laughs> yeah, he's probably he 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 looks he looks to me to be like a guy that would have a hard time counting to twenty. Well, but, we've met him now. I met him now twice, um, and he's the one of the most nicest people walking the earth. He's walking so, the dead. It, well, yeah, he, he's walking the dead. <laughs> he's such a great guy. He takes for all of his fans. He'll tell pose. He'll talk to you. He's such a nice, polite, awesome dude. But on screen, he looks like a complete fucking idiot. Yeah, every every mo- let's look at what he's been in recently. Like he was in, I liked him. I liked him in that that uh, that movie he did with Grudge Match. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he, he's in the, in the Rock movie Snitch. I remember him in that. Oh, I didn't. Oh, that's right. He was in Snitch. Yeah, he was I didn't Snitch. see that. I never saw. I didn't see Snitch. He was great in the Wolf of Wall Street. He was little pieces in it. And he was great in that. Uh, that's probably all that he's that recently after Walking Dead now kind of. You know what I mean? He was oh, an episode of How I Met Your Mother. Al Capone. He was Al Capone in the Night Museum. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I I, I do like him when I when I see him in movies now. Because I, 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 before I started watch, walking, watching Walking Dead, I didn't know who this dude was. Now that I've watched Walking Dead, at least the first three and a half seasons, I, I have a, I have a lot of respect for this dude. I really do like him. And and when I in going forward, I hope to see him in more movies. I, there was Cesario. Was this a Oh, as he plays a cop, I guess. It, it is it's such a great action war movie, and it's so great because 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 Brad Pitt's character is like uh, this new kid played by Logan Lerman joins their group, and he he's he just he's like a computer guy or something. He's not even like he never saw the inside of a tank ever. Until. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a pencil pusher. Yeah, he he's kind of he's kind of like what uh, Ewan McGregor was in Black Hawk Down. He's an office yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, he, he don't know the inside of a tank and and this and that. And then Brad Pitt's like trying, you know, he's pushing him. He's like, you know, kill this guy. I can't do it. I can't do it. And he's like such a he's such a whiny kid. But after a while, he just you almost see him change and snaps, and he just goes nuts. And he say yeah. he'll do whatever he's told. And there's a scene in the end, spoiler, where you know there's only one survivor. I, I'm going to put it out there. He's under the tank, and one of the German uh, soldiers. Shine a flashlight on him, and he sees him. But the way I took it is, he just started his his job now, the German soldier guy, and he was so afraid and so like, "What's going on? Where am yeah. I? Why am I here?" Moment that he didn't even want to be bothered turning him in. Yeah, it was. Yeah, if I remember correctly, the guy's outfit seemed clean. The guy yes. looked. Clean shaven and, and like he looked like he was like a sixteen year old kid. Like it was his first day on the job, and yeah. he's like, "I don't want to get involved in this. I don't want to be here. I'm not going to turn him in." And like I was like, I was like, "Wow, that was such a great scene." Yeah, because one guy thought, "Shit, I'm caught. I'm dead." Other guys thought, "Shit, who's that? I don't care." <laughs> you know what I mean? 
the thing with this movie uh, is it there's not a whole lot that actually goes on in the movie. It's I, I mean, in terms of like st- like when you see other like war movies like Saving Private Ryan, there's like epic things happening. Right. This is basically just two days in the life of this crew of this tank. So right. it's like they go the, the one day they go, the, the, they come back from one thing and they're said, sorry, they come back from their, their one mission and there's told, okay, well you need to go over here. So they go over there and then they get to there and then they sit around and they go, okay, you got to go over here. And then they go over there and that's the whole movie, but it's ever, it's all the little things that go on in the interactions within the, within the tank that I think make the movie. Oh yeah. Like those, those five guys in that tank, they work well with each other and it was such a great movie. And it, you could tell that those characters cared for one another so much, even though they were all dicks and they would hit, hit each other, curse at you and punch you and fight with you. Yeah. They still loved you. Yeah, exactly. Like they would. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess that's, that's what it's like to be in the military is like, you may not like the guy next to you, but he's still like your brother. So right, you, right. You, you, fight, gotta, you fight for him. You save his ass, he'll save your ass. You know, it's, yeah. you're saving each other's asses. Yes, and and they all have some nice asses too. Bad <laughs> um, that that whole scene uh, in where they went to the house, the, yeah. the apartment, the uh, like like it's like oh, it's so sweet and everything, and then those fuckers come in to yeah, the room. I know and they're, ruin it, and they're just like messing around, and you know, it, uh. Brad Pitt could have just said, so like, guys, back the fuck off. Shut he up. He looked like he was going to snap any second, but he was so calm and cool with it all. And I was like, when's he going to snap? And then he does snap at one time, and he spat out that piece of meat or whatever it was. Yeah. The egg. Oh, that was good. <laughs> Brad Pitt eating egg. Blah. Yeah, it was. Uh, there, there, There's a scene where they're in Germany, and they go, and they, he, they go into an apartment, and there are two women in there. And I guess... Yeah, the, the the girls are afraid they're going to be raped or killed or what have you by these these guys and um yeah just yeah it, it's 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 unco- it's really uncomfortable in some ways in other ways it's like you sort of see the character of uh, Brad Pitt's character you like you see you see like he's a genuinely good person he just is sort of thrown into this horrible situation and then you sort of see the the deep down personalities of the other guys like um jay bird doll is just a dick yeah oh my and, god yeah such a dick and you know I mean? it's, i'm so angry at shane for being a dick you know <laughs> and you know um uh shia labeouf is he's a dick but he's like he's trying to walk the path of a religious path and then there's what's his name uh, uh pena i forget his first name yeah 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 Michael, what's his name? Michael Pena, who is great in this movie. Also, he's really yeah. good. He's one of my new favorite actors. That's he's been he's been popping up and doing some really good stuff. And he's sort of in between, so you kind of have these different type of characters. He's really good, really good. Um, all the actors in this movie were fantastic. It was it was really good. Uh, popcorns for me. I'm going to go four and a half. Maybe not a perfect five, but I enjoyed it so much. I gave it a four and a half. Popcorns. I gotta go. I gotta go four. It's it's enjoyable. I could watch it again. Oh yeah, um, guaranteed. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna see it again in the theaters. But again, it's one of those things where I, I would like to see it at some point down the road. But yeah, and, and enjoyable. I'm glad we saw it. I, I we almost didn't go. It's like she she had off. Let's do something fun. It's nice outside. Ah, we saw a movie. <laughs>
Yeah. So, but it was a good movie. It was really. I'm. I'm so glad that we saw. And this weekend, this Friday is Halloween, and I'm gonna have Tim here. Tim's coming up to Pennsylvania to visit, have some oral sex with me, and then (laughs) (laughs) and then do his thing. And I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So we'll. This will probably go out before we do any of our other recordings, but we're hoping to do a. Bunch of different things. We're hoping to yes. do uh, finally some Star Wars in character. Yes, we're gonna get back. We we get a days back done from his play. Matt's done from his vacation, and he, he had to go away for a week for work. So we're all on board now. We all have some time. It's hard. It's it's really hard. And it's gonna be the first time ever. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That you'll be here in this house doing it because we did it in, in Florida with Matt. Am I right? We did that. That was the Florida one. The Death Star episode was the only episode we all we did where we were all in the same room. We yes. did one. We did our what was our hundredth episode last year when it came up, where it wasn't really an episode talking about characters up there. We it was just us sitting around your table talking about the, the show. I guess right. that was right. our hundredth episode. So yeah, hopefully we'll we'll get we'll bang out a few. Uh, Star Wars and character episodes this week. We'll hopefully we'll record some special stuff that are still in hopefully in the works. Right. So you'll this coming week is will in in planning is is and, going to be very per- and stuff changes. So if if it's not out there, don't yell. At don't us. ask us about it because if it's not <laughs> out there, it doesn't exist. No, but no. it's going to be fun. Tim's going to come up here this Friday. Comes. Nightcrawler is the only thing I think that comes out big or something, and I think Tim and I are gonna I think make time we're gonna go see that movie together. Together, where I can actually can can turn to him and say my favorite line. I'm not gonna say now because that's how I end the show. <laughs> so that's the popcorn. That that's the one. You gotta anyway. make the money to buy a ticket. You gotta make the money to buy a ticket. You gotta make the money to buy a ticket. Hey, this movie looks darn right creepy and just. A weird ass thing to watch. Yep. And I guess yep. who is the director? I'm looking at this director, Dan Gilroy. Uh, it doesn't. What is he? What is he directed? Oh, this is his first movie. Is it really his first directed movie? Yeah, he wrote the screenplay for Free Jack. Oh, uh, you are Free Jack. And he wrote the screenplay for Real Steel. <laughs> Why is Mick Jagger the the announcer of all these movies? <laughs> Because he is Chasers. Which movie is that? He, yeah, he's written. He's written. Oh, that movie, Chasers. Okay, yeah, with Erica Olaniak, where she's being chased by uh, Tom Berenger. Oh uh, yeah, I remember that. And William McNamara. Yeah. So, are you, are you going to be around on the the following weekend or now? Nah, you're going. No, I'll, I'll just be. I'll be up there for the week, and then probably Friday, uh, slip out to go. I'll either I'll either I'm, I haven't decided yet. It's all it all depends. I'll be I'll be couch hopping. I'll probably be staying at Christmas for most of the time. But uh, yeah, well, um, I'll either slip out Saturday morning or or uh, Friday. So I might I might still be there on Friday because it's it's, a, it's it'll be cool because on the seventh comes a bunch of films: Interstellar, Sex Ed, and Big Hero Six. Sex Ed, which yeah, one's that? I watched the trailer with uh, Haley Joe Osment. He's in that. That's that's not going to get a wide release, is it? No, probably not. But I, it lo- does look pretty darn. <laughs> the, the poster looks funny. It looks pretty darn different. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. So that's that's going to be. I do like Laura Herring though. 
Man, I do like uh, the six the pound the head weighs six pounds whatever he said. So. <laughs> no, that's oh. that's not him. That's that's the kid from. <laughs> You're right, Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan, them, Nikki. I get them both confused. Yeah. I get them both confused no, all the time. They're very different. It looks. It looks. Anyway. Different. All right. Anyway. So anyway, stay. Um, stay tuned. Where when Tim and I see Nightcrawler this weekend together, where I turn to Tim and say, "Hey, Tim, pass the popcorn." Yes, and I'll say, ooh. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Thanks for listening to Pass the Popcorn. Pass the Popcorn is a NeoZaz.com production and part of the NeoZaz.com podcast network. For more great podcast and original entertainment, please visit NeoZaz.com. For all the latest news and information for Pass the Popcorn, Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Pass the Popcorn Podcast. Thanks for listening.